0: Welcome back everyone to another episode of the draw control podcast on today's episode I'm joined by former Maryland women's lacrosse player who recently just announced her transfer to Clemson next season Demma Hall Uh, before her collegiate career Demma was the number three ranked recruit in the 2021 class by inside lacrosse she was also the player of the year in 2021's USA Today women's lacrosse national player of the year and was an Under Armour All-American Uh, Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, Demma, and how's everything going?
1: It's good. Um, I'm excited to be a part of this. Um, Yeah, and I'm ready to get started.
0: Well, how has your summer been going so far, and uh, do you have anything planned uh, for this summer, whether it's lacrosse-related or not?
1: Yeah, so um, throughout this summer, um, I'm just coaching a team, um, a club team. Um, I also train little girls (laughs) throughout the summer. Um, I do a few pickup leagues um, here and there um and yeah pretty much just training for lacrosse it's pretty much an all-across summer (laughs) so
0: what are you hoping to work on uh, for next season
1: yeah so one of my main things I'd say is footwork and conditioning um because I think coming in uh footwork I mean if you have the footwork the speed and everything I think everything else falls into place with like your athletic ability but also conditioning I mean if you're conditioning and Getting ready, then you can just focus on lacrosse and you don't have to um focus on being tired. You can just fully focus on the game.
0: Now, obviously, it was recently announced that you will be transferring to Clemson next season. Uh, what led you to make the decision to enter the transfer portal and why was Clemson the school for you?
1: Yeah. So um, I decided to enter the portal. Um, nothing against Maryland. I absolutely loved the team. Um, I loved the campus, I loved the coaches. Everything about it was great. Um, but I think I kind of wanted something more um, where I could be more impactful um, and kind of just make it make a change and make a difference. Um, uh, and I'm very competitive. So that was kind of itching at me the whole time. Um, but no, I really loved it. And uh, um, I knew Clemson was the place for me because, I mean, right when I stepped on campus, I felt so much love. Um, the coaches really impressed me. Um, I mean, when I got there, the campus, it's unbeatable. I mean, I went on a boat tour, so that was something else. But um, yeah, I just I fell in love with the campus and the coaches and everything about it.
0: And what are your goals and expectations uh, with Clemson next season? And have you had the chance to sort of meet uh, your new teammates? And what's that been like?
1: Yeah, so um, well, throughout, uh, I haven't met uh, the team fully, but I actually did uh, have a chance to go to school with Emily Lamparter and Matilson, as they went to Maryland before, too. Um, and they absolutely loved it, but my goals, uh, for this year is just to continue what they started. I mean, they had such a phenomenal first season and that's something that I really loved about them. Um, and I just want to go in there and uh, show everyone that like Clemson's ready, like we're here. Um, and it's something that I'm super excited about.
0: Is there a difference in the style of play between the ACC versus the big 10?
1: Um, I kind of, I don't know. I mean, I can kind of see, like, I think a lot of it's very similar. I mean, we're both, both are very competitive, love to win. Um, So I see a lot of similarities for sure. But I'm excited to be um, a part of something different, Uh, maybe some different experiences, different teams. Um, I can't wait to play the teams like UNC, Boston College, because I didn't really get to see them at Maryland. Um, We were always Northwestern. But um, yeah, I see a lot of similarities, few differences, but um, I'm excited. They're both awesome.
0: So I want to transition now and talk about the beginning of your lacrosse career and work all the way up to where you are today. So uh, you're from Skiesville, Maryland. Talk about growing up there and how did you start playing lacrosse?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, growing up in Maryland, it's awesome in itself because it's kind of a hot spot for lacrosse. Um, so you always know you're going to get uh, the best level of competition, especially being from here. I mean, um, and I definitely started a uh, shout out to my dad <laughs> because he got me and my sister really involved in the sport. Uh, he's always been competitive. We've always been competitive. Uh, my sister went to University of Florida for lacrosse, um, so we've always been super involved. Um, and my, of course, my mom, my mom and dad got me into the club M and D, which started very young. Um, so yeah, just my family. We've always been super into lacrosse. My dad got us got us where we are today. So,
0: and did you watch a lot of lacrosse growing up? And if so, who were some of your favorite players and teams that you admired?
1: Yeah, so I actually watched a ton of lacrosse growing up, especially having a sister that was six years older than me. Um, I always was watching her. I mean, she's of course. It sounds a little cheesy, but she's someone that I fully loved watching, looked up to. Um, she was just I was thought it was the coolest thing to go to her M and D games, her club games. Um, I was always that little sister that was just there supporting. Um, but tech like going on to like technical, I'd say uh Katie Schwartzman was someone that I looked up to because I mean she went to my high school and then she ended up going to Maryland, and I kind of did both of those, so I. Um, always thought it was I always compared us, us two, because we kind of had the same um, we were brought up the same
0: now, like you mentioned, you grew up in a very big lacrosse hotbed in Maryland. So just talk about what it's like being a player in the Maryland lacrosse scene and just what's the culture like, especially for the women's game because it seems to get uh, bigger and bigger each year,
1: oh, yeah. I mean, just like I mentioned earlier, it's just it's amazing being in Maryland, uh, because you always know, like I said, you're gonna face the best of the best competition. I mean, um playing on a team like MD, you were always going to face like the Skywalkers and stuff like that um and we're all from Maryland uh so just just knowing in the back of your head that you're getting better because you're constantly playing the best of the best is just something that I I absolutely love um but the culture is just like everyone wants to win like I mean no matter where you are I mean girls lacrosse is I mean any sports very competitive but just just knowing where you're from and kind of how big it is is just something that like i take with me because i'm like this is this is my sport and like my area is like popular for it so i, I think it's really cool and it's something that um i love
0: now before college you played for your high school at century uh, talk about your lacrosse experience with century and what you took away from your high school lacrosse experience
1: yeah so my high school experience was actually amazing like i couldn't have uh hoped or wished for a better experience there i mean um whether it was the teammates, I mean, the girls, I felt welcomed from the second that I stepped on campus at Century. I mean, I felt so much love, even from my coaches. Um, Century was awesome. Uh, I learned so much from that. I mean, the main takeaway I would take from that was a lot of leadership because, I mean, my coach, uh, Becky Gross, she um, always kind of made it known that you don't have to be a senior to be a leader. Like, you can come in, you can be a freshman, uh, any age, like you can be young and still make an impact. So I think a lot of us took that um, with each other and with ourselves, because I mean, if you come in and you're, you don't know what anyone's going to think, like, you're like, are these girls going to like me? Of course. Cause I mean, anyone's going to think that as a young girl. Um, but no, the team took me right in. They uh, heard me out. I heard them out. We went to each other for advice and it was a really great experience. I love the girls and the team and the coaches and everything. It was great.
0: And when you look back on your high school like career, what do you think is like the best memory you have from that time?
1: I would definitely have to say my senior year. So it was uh, after COVID. So it was kind of like a senior year, um, our COVID year with our senior game. And uh, so it was kind of shortened. And so it was like senior week, which like is beach week. And we had playoffs. So of course, we were like, we kind of want to get a taste of both because we've missed out on so much already. Um, just due to COVID, we uh, uh, lost a lot. Um, so we were like, let's go to a little bit of senior week, but we're definitely we're coming back for the game no matter what. So, of course, everyone, the parents, the coaches, everyone's like, are they going to be tired? Like, we don't know. But um, it was a quarterfinal game and it was versus Glennell, And you never knew we were both highly, highly competitive with each other. So you never knew what the outcome was going to be. Um, and us coming from senior week, we everyone was like, oh, what's it going to be like? And we ended up playing outstanding. I mean, all of us together as a team, like we wouldn't have won that game without each and every one of us. Um, But no, the best feeling, I mean, we uh, ended up winning that game. The feeling when you run out on the field with your teammates is just like no other. Like, it feels like all your hard work paid off. And just, I just will never forget all of us. That feeling after we won, we were, it was pouring down rain. It was such a dramatic effect. But um, yeah, no, it was awesome. And that's definitely something I'll remember, honestly, for the rest of my life.
0: Now, how did your high school lacrosse experience help prepare you for college?
1: Yeah. So kind of like I said earlier, I would definitely say the leadership aspect, because um, all of us, like we would lead from being a freshman all the way to being a senior. And I learned a lot. And um, I think that taught me that relying on your teammates is everything. And them relying on you is everything. And with that, with that being said, you kind of can take that with you um, to the next level. And I did. And that was something like you can be impactful being so young. And that's something that I definitely look to.
0: Now talk about your initial recruiting process with Maryland and what made you want to go there versus other schools you might have looked at.
1: Yeah. So of course I was, I was really young when I decided to do that. Um, And it was amazing. It was everything I wanted. I was young. I um, wanted to be close to home, which I still do not regret whatsoever. I mean, yes, it's, I'm not going there now, but I would never take back the experience that I had. Um, I think I kind of, I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. So I think I needed to be close to home at first to kind of get that experience. Um, and I fully I loved it. And now I kind of matured my way to realize I can go somewhere further. And now I think I'm ending up at like my dream school. And I think it's gonna be a very, very happy ending um ending up at Clemson. But yeah, no, my recruiting process was awesome. The coaches treated me amazing. The the girls were awesome. Um, I really I wouldn't take it back for anything.
0: And obviously the recruiting rule has changed since you last committed. Do you like the new rule? And do you think it would have I'm curious if you think you would have still gone to Maryland if the rules were different, like the rules they were now versus when we were in high school.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, when I did commit so young, I did hear a little bit of backlash from uh, some people about how I was too young and stuff. But I mean, I was always very mature and I I knew what I wanted. Like I wanted I don't think it would have changed at all because. I, I wanted to go close to home. I got that experience. Um, I know what it's like. So now I I can be like, I know what it's like to be close to home, but I also know what it's like to be far from home. And I think that's so cool because not everyone can say that. Um, but yeah, I honestly think it would have been the same because I, I don't know. I loved it. And it's n- no hate towards Maryland at all. It's just something new that I needed mm-hmm. um, for me and my mental health. So I just think. Yeah, I think it would have stayed the same, but I think the rule's is awesome. I think it's great, um, but I really don't regret like the decision that I made back when I was younger.
0: Now, what was like the biggest adjustment you had to make to college lacrosse? Was it the speed of the game, the physicality, or just sort of the less time that you have to sort of make decisions when you have the ball?
1: Yeah, I would definitely say, honestly, overall, the conditioning, because I mean, in like during club seasons and high school season, it's more all focusing on just lacrosse and like a few sprints at the end but like of course like it's a faster game when you get older everyone's older faster um so you have to really focus on that conditioning part um so I think definitely just realizing that it's just running and you're just you're making yourself better and not really overthinking that piece um was something big for me um but yeah I would definitely just say realizing that like you're gonna run and you're gonna run a lot but it's okay like it's good for you
0: now we talked about sort of uh, the difference between the style of play between the ACC and the Big Ten, but I do want to ask, what was it like playing in the Big Ten and just the competition that you faced every game? I guess a lot of people make the argument that it's the best conference in women's lacrosse, and I guess they have a point since Northwestern won this past year. Mm-hmm. But uh, what would you say? Well, what would you say? Sort of what it was like, I guess, playing in the Big Ten as a lacrosse athlete.
1: Yeah, no, it was it was cool. I mean, it's something that you grow up dreaming about with whether it's the Big Ten or the ECC. like you just hear about um, those conferences a lot. So uh, I think the younger self in me was very, very proud and just very um, excited that this was actually happening and that I actually made it to where I was. Um, But it was awesome. I mean, you get excited to play play teams like Northwestern or even on the uh, ECC side, like good teams, because you also like respect the players you play like. Being able to uh, play Izzy Skeen and stuff like that, like, that's awesome. And that's uh, something that, like, no one else can really take away from you. Um, So it it was cool. It was a really cool experience. And I think it's something, again, I wouldn't change, whether it's Big Ten or ACC. I think it's so cool.
0: Now, during your freshman year, you won the Big Ten championship and made it all the way to the Final Four. Uh, What did you sort of take away from that experience and the success that your team had that year? especially with yourself not really getting as much playing time as you would have wanted?
1: Yeah, I mean, I especially being a freshman at that time, of course I wanted to be there for my teammates, but at the same time I was. And um, the experience was just, it was unreal. I mean, I remember our coaches before that experience telling us to really take it in when you walk on that field. And I mean, it is just, it is unmatched, the feeling that you feel when you walk out. I mean, like I said, my younger self was just like, is this real? Because it's like, I've dreamt of this moment. I mean, yes, we didn't make it as far as we wanted to, but I've dreamt of this moment my entire life. And to really like have both of my feet standing there and just looking up at the crowd and seeing how far women's lacrosse has come and the sport in general, um, was it was unreal and something that I will remember forever.
0: Did you get a ring for the Big Ten championship or the We only- did? Oh, that's yeah, cool. We did. <laughs> Where do you keep that?
1: I actually had it all like next to my uh, desk in College Park, Maryland. And now I brought it and it's chilling. I'm like, I can't wear it because it's kind of cool. So I just like keep it uh, as a show.
0: Yeah, you got framed or Do something with it. Oh, yeah. Because I'm not a big ring guy as well. Um, yeah, right. Even, I, even though I never won one, unfortunately. But <laughs> it's definitely something that I would want to like show off, but not wear. I don't know like how you would make that work. But I yeah. sort of, I think you did the best of both worlds. So, yeah. Now your sophomore year, you scored your first collegiate goal, um, against Ohio State. Uh, talk about that goal and just what it meant to you.
1: No, that that really did truly mean a lot to me, especially because my freshman year, I went through a lot of like anxiety and like just of course any freshman like getting used to playing there again, and I think also just my teammates' reaction and the way that they celebrated me just. Was the best feeling ever, because I also think they all kind of knew how hard I am on myself and kind of everything I was going through Uh, my freshman year, just trying to get through that uh, like anxiousness and kind of just playing through and finding my uh, confidence back, which I did my sophomore year. I made a huge leap. Um, So just just feeling that and like feeling like all my hard work was paying off was such a good feeling.
0: Would you say your improvement in confidence was the biggest reason for your improvement between your freshman year to your sophomore year?
1: 100 100 i think i am a very firm believer that confidence can take you almost as far as you want it to i mean if you believe in yourself um you can you can go far because i mean especially all of us at the level we play like we're all going to be good but it's like believing in yourself and knowing how much you can really do your athletic ability is going to shine through if you just let it (laughs) like if you just if your mind just understands and believes that You can do you can do hard things like you can do this. And just getting used to that was something that I really focused on. Um, And I noticed a huge difference And just my my abilities can just shine through without me overthinking every step.
0: Now, what would you say sort of like how you worked on your confidence between your freshman year and your sophomore year? Because I feel like confidence is so easy to lose it. like One play, you can lose your entire confidence, but it can take like four or five games sometimes to gain your confidence back. So I'm curious how you sort of worked on that during your sophomore year and how you look back on it now compared to what you did your freshman year and sort of yeah, how you I would say, to build that heading into. Yeah.
1: I would say preparation is very huge. I mean, I was always, I've always been a pretty hard worker, but just really, really focusing and like realizing like when you do something good, actually tell yourself that it's good instead of always focusing on the bad, because I mean, I've always been told that I'm a, I'm a, I'm a perfectionist. Like I like things to be perfect. Um, but yeah, I really focused on the preparation piece. Um, running as much as possible and just knowing like believing in myself and just knowing like you're here for a reason um and I worked with uh my coaches had me work with a few um sports psychologists to kind of work through that and I couldn't thank them enough like they they really saw like I have the confidence I just need to show it and prove it because um I yeah I mean it's just definitely preparation and just being able to talk through um kind of what what the blocking like I was just anxious um, but I, I did notice a huge difference once I, I mean, I, I really came through a, a place where I just second guessing everything. And that's not fun. Like I, I meant to be where I am. And I think I just really needed to prove that to myself and my teammates and my coaches. Cause that's also really all that matters. Like you can't, you can't focus on the outside noise. You just have to prove it to yourself, mainly, um, your teammates, your coaches, and your family, cause they know how much work you're putting into it.
0: Now what will you take away from your lacrosse experience with Maryland? I know you sort of touched on it in previous questions, but obviously there was a lot of positive things to take away from it and you're obviously yeah. leaving there with a championship ring which usually if you're leaving with a ring it means it was a pretty good time.
1: Yeah, no, it was a great time. Uh, the the really the main thing I'm going to take away from that is the friendships I made. I mean, shout out Jordan Lipkin. She was like my best friend. She still is my best friend and like that's someone that's going to be at my wedding and like that i can't thank Marilyn enough for that because i mean we we talk every five seconds every day um so that's like a really really big thing that i'll take from there and i can't thank Marilyn enough for that um but also just learning how to like my confidence again like that's something i'll take like everyone really believed in me and like my teammates were always there like which you'll see with any team in which um I know I can take right to me with Clemson because the coaches, I mean, they were awesome. I know they believe in me by uh, like how they were telling me and like talking. Um it was great. It was really like refreshing to hear. But uh yeah, from Maryland I'll definitely take away my friendships and just realizing uh that I regained all my confidence back and I I couldn't be more excited for what's to come.
0: So, we're now in a segment I like to call six questions that have nothing to do with lacrosse and the whole of the segment is to hopefully get to know you a little bit more off the field. Yeah along with some of your teammates as well that you played with. So uh, the first one is uh, if there was a movie made about your life, who would you want to play yourself?
1: Okay. The first name that comes to my head when I think about this is Kevin Hart. And I know it's not a girl, but I think he's like awesome. and I think he would just put like a funny twist to everything, but uh, picking like a girl, I think I'd have to pick, I think her name's Anna, Anna Kendrick. I don't know if that's her name from Pitch Perfect or not, but she was the one that did like the cup song. Um, I, I always noticed in like uh, the movies how she was always like really determined to like get what she wanted and like she was confident about it and everything so i thought that was cool
0: yeah like our, i think in jumanji kevin hart and the rock played yeah people, so maybe it could be something like that i think yeah that fun. definitely uh, for me probably tom cruise i think he's, he's super fun uh, yeah. like he, he does all the stunts in the movies and i think he would make my life a lot more interesting oh
1: that's sick yeah so i'll
0: probably choose him nice now, what music do you like to listen to?
1: Okay. I actually love this question because I have zero preference. I'm like, I could be listening. All my friends are always like, how did you just go from this to that? And I'm like, because if I like the song, it's just add. Like, I don't I don't know the genre. Like, I could go from country to pop in like one switch of a song because I just, I don't know if I like the song, if I like the tune, I'm just going to add it and go with it.
0: Yeah, I'm the same <laughs> way. Don't worry. I have a playlist for each genre of music. So whatever mood I'm in, I just go to that playlist. Yep. Yep. But I'm probably a little more like I can go to Frank Sinatra to, um, drink, oh, yeah, which I don't know many people can do that. So
1: <laughs> that's awesome.
0: Now, what is the most overrated holiday and what is the most underrated holiday?
1: Okay. This is okay. I think the older you get, Christmas becomes so underrated because everyone's like, I'm older now. Like, I can't get in the Christmas spirit as much. And I'm like, But we can like we can still have Christmas and make it fun. So I think the older you get, the more underrated it gets, if that makes sense. Yeah. And then for overrated, I really don't think I can pick any because I just love holidays. and Like I love being with my family and stuff. I can't really think of any that I'm like, oh, that shouldn't be a holiday because I just I don't know. I love celebrating stuff with my family and friends. I think it's awesome.
0: You like Valentine's Day even?
1: i think i do like (laughs) some people think it's like a little cheesy but like love i don't know like i guess
0: i don't know maybe i don't know i just feel like it seems like you should probably express your love for someone every day not okay that's very true true. and i feel like people i feel like people put more energy on valentine's day than a random day in february
1: okay that's a very
0: needs to be a fair i think amount of giving of you're someone's very fair kid. point. So that's sort of why I think it it's probably the worst holiday in my opinion. Yeah. But I think over eight is probably Halloween just because once okay. you're an adult, um you can't go trick-or-treating anymore.
1: <laughs> true. true.
0: Up, like, there's really not much in that holiday that you can do to have fun, in my opinion. Yeah. So that's probably why I'll choose Halloween. I know that's probably a controversial one. And no, then I is probably Christmas Eve or fourth of July just because there's there's like not a lot of I guess pressure with those two holidays but it's always yeah a-
1: yeah definitely cool. even though
0: last year's this past fourth of july was weather was so bad it kind of ruined i know
1: it. what was that about
0: <laughs> it, it was just raining it was bad i don't know yes. I wish, so it was like it was probably one of the worst fourth of july's in a while but normally that <laughs> holiday is uh, a lot of fun to be a part i of.
1: agree yeah no i totally agree
0: now who has the best style on the maryland women's lacrosse team besides yourself
1: I'm going to shout out Tori Hench. I always think she walks in with the cutest outfits and like the best shoes and style and stuff. Um, I always made sure I complimented her when I saw something I liked. Um, But yeah, she definitely has great style.
0: What's the most interesting thing you've read or seen this week?
1: I'm going to have to say the submarine stuff. I mean, it was like last week, but I think that's crazy. Um, I also, oh, I also read something about a shark attack and now I actually refuse to get in the ocean because it's. I, no I'm I, no yeah dark <laughs> scare me
0: yeah that submarine story was pretty crazy obviously unfortunate what happened but oh at the same time like I don't understand why you would pay $250,000 to go in a tiny Pringles can to see the nope. Titanic my cluster
1: fo- nope I couldn't I couldn't <laughs> do it
0: like I it's a great the Titanic's a grave site like I feel like you should probably leave that place alone and there's really not much to see yeah. it's, it's on yeah. YouTube if you really want to see what it looks like now. Exactly. I don't think I, I would want to like risk my life to go <laughs> underwater to see it personally, but I didn't realize I how deep you know. it was too. I thought it was a lot further up the ocean.
1: So crazy.
0: Probably the most interesting thing that I saw this week was how Facebook created its own version of Twitter and how it's oh. to, uh, with Twitter. Since I know a lot of people are unhappy with how Elon Musk has been running it since he yeah. became the CEO. I'm curious to see how, how that uh, how that works out, I know Twitter's planning on potentially suing uh, Meta and Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, wow. So it'll be a fun uh, thing to kind of yeah, look interesting to, but I, I'm i curious about that because I think people are sort of I think people want more transparency with these tech companies, yeah. especially with social media. So we'll see. Yeah.
1: What- <laughs> interesting.
0: Now, one last uh, non lacrosse question. What is one item on your bucket list that you hope to do one day?
1: Oh, I really want to either go to Italy because a lot of my families like we're really Italian. So I would love to see that. Um, or skydive because my whole family went skydiving and I wasn't old enough. So now they all have it on like checked on their bucket list. But I would really like to do that.
0: I haven't known where you would find a skydiving spot. I know you're in the East yeah. Coast. I feel like it's all out west.
1: I they did it like in Myrtle Beach, which is funny, South Carolina, because I'm going to South Carolina. So like maybe I could find something out there. But uh yeah, no, that would sound so cool to me.
0: Yeah, I, I personally would never skydive. I'm too scared <laughs> to do it. Like I said, I wouldn't risk my life doing it. Yeah. Also, like you need to be attached to somebody too. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I, I personally wouldn't want to do it, but yeah. I think be probably just traveling and seeing different places.
1: Oh, cool. yeah. um,
0: like especially I know everyone says Europe, but I think it'd be cool to like see like the West Coast, um, go to different Definitely. parts of Canada, all that yeah. stuff. Sort of places that people like don't think about traveling to go to those places and see what it's like
1: yes yeah no that's cool
0: now getting back to some lacrosse questions now uh for all the younger players listening to this podcast what advice would you give them on what it takes to be a college lacrosse player like yourself
1: yeah no I would definitely just focus on confidence I mean I know I've hit on that a lot but I saw the biggest difference in myself um when I really took the time to gain my confidence back and realized that like you're meant to be where you are and run with it like your athletic ability will shine through if you just let it like just play like you're there to have fun and you're there for a reason so just run with it and have fun that's that's like my main main thing
0: now you've mentioned during the podcast that it's been fun to see the growth of women's lacrosse but what do you think still needs to still needs to be done to help grow women's lacrosse from your perspective
1: I mean, I think we're already I think we're in an insane um, direction already. I mean, I was watching TV the other day and I saw like high school on TV, like girls across. And I was like, this is sick because like it's already made a huge um, bump from when I was even really young. Um, but I think just like the same things. I mean, continuing to do camps. I mean, girls training girls um, and everyone just kind of proving how how sick it is to really be a women's across player and how cool um, it is to just continue that legacy.
0: Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I also think they should try to make it more popular in areas where it's not as popular. Yeah, like true, true. And obviously down south where you are, I don't think, it doesn't seem like lacrosse is yeah. as down south yeah. that it is um up here in the New England area and DMV area as well. So yeah. I think that would be a big thing because once you continue to grow it in different areas of the country, more people will play, the player pool gets bigger and then obviously you just get more talented players, which Definitely. makes it more fun to watch. So that's sort of... I think the next big step, the sport, um, needs yeah. To try to make.
1: yeah, great point. Definitely.
0: Now, any shout outs you want to give to your teammates with Maryland, future teammates with Clemson family members or friends and yeah, We have on the podcast next.
1: <laughs> um, I definitely want to shout out, of course, my mom and dad, um, they've always been a huge part and my sister. Um, they've always been a huge part of my successes. Um, and they are the reason um, I am where I am today. Um, of course, I want to shout out my new Clemson coaches and teammates cause I'm super excited. Um, uh, I know the coaches really saw something in me and I couldn't thank them enough for that because that of course feels great. And I just, I'm super excited to get started. Um, and of course, I'm going to shout out Jordan Lipkin <laughs> because uh, she really made my first two years of Maryland um, just very, really special. I mean, meeting someone like that is just, it's amazing. And to have a friendship uh, continue on is is awesome. Um, on the podcast next, I'm definitely going to say, of course, I'm going to give you Jordan because I think that she um, she's awesome. She had a great high school career. Um, and she just, um, is doing great at Maryland. Um, also Summer Agostino, uh, she is coming to Clemson with me and she, uh, kind of experienced the same thing. Um, same thing. So she used to be at Boston college. Um, she's coming with me. Um, yeah. So I think those would be some, some cool people.
0: That's awesome. I did. I think that's cool that, uh, you and your sister, are so like six years apart, cause she can sort of what you can sort of watch her career develop yes. and you can watch hers. I don't know if you saw the in the college softball World Series. There was someone from Stanford who saw her like older sister play at the World Series and had like a sign made. And then no like six years later, uh, she brought the same sign to see her. Oh,
1: that's at, sick! Uh, the, that's awesome. I thought
0: that's cool. So, just a suggestion: if um, obviously I think Clemson's going to do big things next year. Maybe oh, yeah. your younger, older sister can do something something that you did when you were a kid. Yes,
1: yes, football. definitely. That'd be awesome.
0: Well, thank you so much, Demma, for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate your time. It means so much to myself. I think you're a great player and a great person. And I'm super excited to see the success that you and your teammates have next year. And I really do appreciate um, getting the chance to meet and have this conversation with you today.
1: Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much. It's been awesome. It was really, really great meeting you.